What's going on, everyone? How does VIG free betting sound? Well, it's available today at betteredge.com. That's right. Get rid of the minus 110. Start making a lot more money betting the same games you already are. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks and start winning VIG free today. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SBD. What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Tuesday? Today is April 5th, 2022. What's going on out there? Happy Tuesday. Thanks for joining us on Concept Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we do a conceptual topic in the world of sports betting for beginners. And today, I have a feeling this topic is going to be near and dear to a lot of your hearts. We're going to be talking about parlays because if there's one thing that's become very, very obvious, it's that the average sports better does not like making a bet for $20 to win 20. Okay, most of you out there like making a $20 bet to win 50 or 100 or 200 or even a couple thousand. And I'm here to tell you today that parlays, although enticing, although maybe fun, they're not a very good approach. And I'm not here to, look, do what you want with your money. I'm just going to walk you through the process of how parlays work because I have a feeling once we talk about the math and really what a parlay is, you're not going to make them nearly as much as you do right now. Uh, Want to let everyone know Thrive Fantasy is making a, or allowing us to make a lot more money by betting player props. So if you bet player props, there's no reason you shouldn't be signed up with Thrive Fantasy. What they do is they offer the best payouts for player prop parlays in the entire industry. So the same bet that you would make with a couple player props together on DraftKings, FanDuel, any of these other websites where you can make player props, you're going to get a much, much better payout with Thrive Fantasy. And the reason they do this, they lock in their prices. So it's a fixed amount that you're getting paid out. So it doesn't matter if a certain player is minus 115 or minus 120 on a different site. Everything's the exact same on Thrive Fantasy. And I'm telling you, over the long run, you can make a lot more money betting the exact same bets than you would anywhere else with Thrive Fantasy. There's no reason you shouldn't be signed up making more money today. So online, thrivefantasy.com or download the app. And uh, remember, when you're signing up, use promo code SBD. That's going to get you a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. It's a great offer. And I think that if, if you use that code, they're going to throw you a couple free entries to contests as well. So sign up today, Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code SBD and start having more fun and winning a lot more money today. All right, so let's get to it. Parlays, parlays, parlays. Now, here's the thing. Since sports betting became legal, parlays have increased about five times, okay, about 500%. So before it was legal and there were far few average people making sports bets, there weren't that many parlays being circulated in the, in the sports betting world. Well, now that everyone and their mother can bet in a lot of these, in, in many states in the, in the country, well, it's become obvious that the average person likes to make parlays. They like to make $10 bets to win 1000 or 2000 or something like that, okay? Uh, I actually work with a couple people on a different podcast called College Football Tailgate, and it's funny because my co-hosts on there, they're very good at college football, they know college football, but they waste all their money making these 8-19 parlays. Now, do you occasionally hit these? Of course. My dog is going to hit an occasional 19 parlay. You're going to hit an occasional parlay. That doesn't mean you should continue to make them. And there's nothing worse than the average sports better who doesn't bet a lot 
seeing either one of their friends or someone on social media have essentially a lottery type payday off of some ridiculous parlay because then they start wanting to make them themselves. Uh, there's a producer that works for us here at Lose Media and he does that. I remember he came to me once in, I think it was November or December and his cousin made an NBA player prop bet, okay, or a player prop parlay. And it was like a, you know, a 15 player parlay uh, he bet like 10 to win, you know, a couple thousand dollars and it hit. Well, he sent that out to to the, this producer I'm talking about. And then since that day, this producer has been making these parlays all the time. It's like every night he's got a six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 team parlay because he's chasing it, man. He just he wants that feeling. He wants the same feeling his buddy got. You know, his buddy made it seem easy and he's lost hundreds of dollars trying to chase that since whenever it was late last year. So this is what happens. We all see on social media, you know, some sports book will post a, a winner who had a lucky win, or we'll see one of our buddies hit, or we'll hit a parlay, and we get addicted to that. But really, there's so much better for the house. Let me just put it this way. The household, the expected household, if you only make singles, is 4.5%. You could be a terrible better. My dog could be betting sports, and the household is expected to be about 4.5%. Did you know that the household has nearly tripled. It's around 12% for this very reason. There are so many more parlays and long shots being placed out there that it's just great for the sports books. So why is it bad to make parlays? Well, let's start here. It's actually not inherently bad to make parlays. If you're a winning sports better and you have an advantage as I do for every bet I make, parlays can actually be a very powerful thing. And here's when you want to make parlays. You want to make parlays in two instances, okay? When there is some kind of correlation or when there is a line you want to lock in. So let's first talk about correlation, okay? This can happen in a couple different ways. If you do a handicap and you say, okay, now team A is going to win, but only if they score a lot of points. Well, then you may have found a correlation between team A winning and the over, so if you can parlay team A to win with the over, that's what we call a correlated parlay. The only issue is a lot of sports books are, are wise to this. They don't let you make cor correlated parlays. Or if they do, i.e. a same game parlay, they're just going to take the price down. Okay, I did a study last week on DraftKings same game parlays. And although I couldn't find one consistent uh, percentage they would knock off the profit by, it was laughable how bad the odds are for the advertised or the created same game parlays for, for DraftKings. Okay. And let's put it this way. If you have uh, a couple different uh, bets to put in a parlay, okay, a couple different picks to put in a parlay, and it were an average normal parlay, let's say a cross sport parlay with no correlation, and that would pay out maybe plus 300 on a different uh, uh, bet, a different parlay, even on the same website, DraftKings, okay? If it were a, a two-sport parlay, completely uncorrelated, and it paid plus 300, for the same game parlay, two prices that are the exact same would probably play, pay plus 250. Okay, so what they do in same game parlays, they like to offer it. They like to make it seem enticing. They just greatly reduce the profit that you get back. So don't think that because BetMGM or DraftKings or whoever is offering same game parlays, it suddenly makes parlays attractive. If anything, it makes them much less attractive because all they're doing is lopping off a huge portion of, of your money you'd get back. 
case, so that takes care of the correlation. They say, okay, we'll let you make a correlated parlay. We're just going to pay you, you know, 75% of what you get back anyway. And that saves us from the correlation. So if you can truly find a correlated parlay, which is rare, then you can make those. But sports books have done a really good job cutting those off. So they're not, they're not going to be available nearly as much as they used to be. Okay. Uh, now let's talk about a different way. Correlation presents itself. If the, let's give an example in the NFL. Let's say it comes down to the last week of the season next year and the Broncos and Chiefs are battling for a bye, okay? And let's say the Chiefs play at in the morning games, 10 o'clock Pacific, and let's say the Broncos play on Sunday night football. Well, if the Chiefs lose their opening game and that means the Broncos have already clinched home field, well, the Broncos may now sit players in the night game, okay? So that's correlated. If Kansas City loses, then the Broncos will sit players because they don't need to win. You see what I'm saying? So that's a different example of how we can find correlation even outside of an individual game. So if you find correlation, parlays are actually pretty powerful. You can find a way to create an edge with correlation. The only issue is the correlation is rarely there, okay? The other time you want to make a parlay is when you want to lock a line in. Now, if I have a game that starts at night... And the line is uh, Memphis Grizzlies minus two. And I think that line's going to move to three or four. I want to lock in Memphis at two. So what I'll do is make a parlay with an earlier game to lock that line in. Now, you may be saying, well, Tyler, why wouldn't I just make that single on Memphis minus two? And that's a great question. You probably should unless you want to affect your volume. Now, let's talk about the math of a parlay and what volume means here, okay? Did you know, and a lot of you out there don't know this, I, I, I get this from talking to, to listeners, to my friends, to fans, whoever it is, most people think there is an added incentive to make a parlay. Most people think that you get back more than you originally would by making a parlay. And this is simply not the case. Parlays only, well, here's what they do. They roll over your winnings from one bet to another. So let's forget minus 110. Let's forget any vague here. Let's say we have a series of even money bets, okay? Let's say we have three even money bets and we're starting out with $100, okay? Now follow me here. Three bet parlay. Each leg of the parlay is a pick em, So it's even money. So you bet 100 to win 100, essentially on each one if it were a single, okay? So let's do the math here. A parlay, three team parlay, that's all pick them or even, okay? You start out with $100 and you win the first bet. Well, now you have a total of 200, okay? The 100 you bet and the 100 you won. Then you take that total 200 and roll it over to the next game. So on game number two, you essentially have a $200 bet to win 200. And let's say that hits. Now you have a total of $400, right? The 200 you bet and the 200 in profit. Well, now you take all 400 and roll it over to game number three. So game number three, you have $400 to win 400. So let's, let's pretend that last game hits. What you have now done is started with $100 and you've rolled over your winnings from every game and you've ended up with a total of 800. Okay, so think about it. You started with 100, you won 700, and you walked away with 800 just by rolling over all your winnings from one game to the next. 
Now, this is important too. If your games start at the same time or games overlap, you are going to have to use parlays if you want to bet games this way. But let's 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 walk this through, okay? So you've made a bet on each of these: a hundred to win a hundred, collect two hundred; two hundred to win two hundred, collect four hundred; four hundred to win four hundred. You've got now eight hundred. Go do the math wherever you want to. Go to a computer. Go to your phone. Go see what a three-team parlay where every leg of the parlay is even money. See what that pays. And I'll give you a sec. If you don't want to do the math, I'll tell you the answer right now. It's exactly seven to one. The exact same payout to the penny you would have gotten back by making a three-team parlay with the same teams. So why do I bring this up? Because it's so important to understand that all parlays do is push the volume to your later bets. And this is something that I understand. It's, it's kind of tough, tough to grasp, but a lot of you would not do this if you understood this is what's happening. So if you're a $10 better and you only have $10 or whatever, you only have $10 to bet and you want to make a huge parlay, that's fine. Okay. Let's say you make a $10 bet to win 2000. Okay. And you've got like a, whatever, $10, you know, 10 team parlay. Well, the only issue with that is that you as a $10 better if you go 9-0, and your first nine games of a 10-game parlay to win 2,000, that 10th game, it's almost like you now have a single on that 10th game for $1,000. Now, call me crazy, but the average $10 better would likely be very uncomfortable having $1,000 on a game. And this happens all the time. I'll ask some of my buddies who like to make these, okay, well, let's do the math. You have a five-team parlay, $10 to win 1000 do you really want your last game of the five-team parlay to be a $500 game? They'd all say, no. I would say, would you take the $500 out and just say, hey, I made 490 bucks off my $10. Every one of them almost universally goes, yeah, I take my money out. It's like, well, then why'd you make a five-team parlay? Understanding that you're just, all you're doing is increasing volume, it suddenly doesn't become that great of a bet. And this is why I am very cautious. If there's a line I want to lock in for the evening, and there's a game going on midday, I don't just randomly make the parlay because what you're doing is you're putting double the amount of money on the night game. Because if I have a $50 parlay to collect 95, I'm betting 50 on the first game and then I'm rolling over everything into the second game. So theoretically, a $50 parlay to let's say win 100, you know, I'm putting maybe 75 bucks in the second game. So the second game has to be worth more to me or I have to have a higher expectation of winning the, the further along you get. So theoretically, each game of a parlay, you should have an increased confidence because you're putting more money on every subsequent game of a parlay if the parlay keeps winning. So for those who make these 20 team parlays, $5 to win, you know, 5,000, most people who make a $5 bet aren't comfortable making a single bet for 2,500, but that's exactly what they're doing in this scenario. And don't do this. This is what... This is what people do who don't understand math. They go, no, it's not. It's not a thousand. It's only $5. I only lost $5, Tyler. I didn't lose a thousand. Here's the thing. It doesn't feel like a thousand, but I promise you it would feel very real if you could cash out a legitimate amount and get your money right then and there. And that's another thing with these parlays. Often, whatever sports book you use, a lot of these uh, sports books will let you cash out early, right? The early cash out option. The only problem is they're taking off about 20% of every time you cash out. So in this example, if you have a $50 parlay to win 5,000 and you're halfway through and your expected earnings 
are 2,500, they may offer you back 2,000 and you may say, oh yeah, great. I'll take 2,000. And you you may be happy with that because you're only a $50 better. Okay. But I'm telling you, this is good for the sports books. They're taking a situation where they were potentially in a losing spot and making it winning because even though they're paying you 2000, they owed you 2500. They're just keeping 500 for their troubles. And this over and over is not a good way to approach sports betting. And so if you're comfortable with those cash outs, you want to make some money, that's fine. Just understand you're getting ripped off when they offer you the cash out. So a way to to get around this, I would say, start making a lot fewer parlays and a lot more singles because unless you're the kind of of better who's comfortable racking up that volume, the, the more you go into parlay, the more your parlay wins, that's fine. Just understand what you're doing. And for a lot of you out there, who aren't comfortable betting $100 even a game, well, you're the same people who want to hit big on these parlays, not understanding that you're effectively making $500,000 bets if if the first couple games win. So, you know, it's like, well, it's sort of this this mindset that people can't can't get past, right? If you make a $10 parlay to win 100, you know, people go, oh, if I lost it, I only lost 10 bucks. Well, do you not, if you, okay, $10 parlay, Four-team parlay to win 100, okay? If you go three and one, those three wins mean something. Okay, so for those who say, hey, who cares? It's only 10 bucks. It's not only $10 because you won three games. That's like ignoring those three games and looking at it as completely free money for the last game of your parlay. You know, my my buddies say that all the time. It's like they don't get it. No, it's not. I'm not losing all that money. I'm only losing what I bet on the parlay. Well, dude, you're 7-0 in the parlay. You have an eight-game parlay. You've won seven. Do those seven wins mean nothing? That's the way to look at it. You're rolling over winnings every single time. You should earn for that. If you're you're a sports better out there, you're just an average whatever sports fan, and you have an eight-game parlay, and you go 7-1, you don't see any of it. Don't you think going 7-1 you should be rewarded. So that's the point. You're, you're just hurting yourself. The more you chase those dragons, the more you chase that big score, you know, and, and I will give it to FanDuel and sports or fan, whatever, Duel and DraftKings. They just, you know, they keep giving the dog the treat. They keep making you salivate for these things. They keep saying, hey, hey, look, every time there's a winner, they're going to post, they're going to publicize, they're going to publicize the shit out of that parlay. Which makes all you out there go, oh, look, oh, look, I want to get in. I want to do it. I want to make that parlay and win. Go play the lottery. Go seriously play the Powerball if you want to bet a little and win a lot. Don't keep making these parlays. It's not a smart way to approach it. So, um, you know, like I said, it's not the worst thing to make parlays if you're a winning better. But for most people out there, just understand you're increasing your volume. You're jacking the volume up sometimes without even knowing it when you make these parlays. So wanted to go over that today. I understand this isn't what a lot of you wanted to hear. You like making your parlays. You, make, you like making those long shots. But I like to make everyone out there a smarter sports better. And hey, you know what? Keep making them if you want to. I just want my listeners to know the math and know really what you're doing every time you make a parlay. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.